0: When I was in college, I had the opportunity to go to a week-long camp up by the Boundary Waters in northern Minnesota. One beautiful morning, I took a canoe out by myself, out on a lake. And I had gotten all the way out, paddled all the way across the lake, you know, smooth, still morning. And I just turned back to head back to the camp when all of a sudden the wind came up blowing right in my face. Uh, I was having so much trouble trying to, I couldn't get the canoe to go where I wanted it to go. You know, Without somebody in the front, the front end was kind of riding up and the wind would hit it and flip me back. I was getting really worried how I was going to ever make it back to camp because it kept just turning me around in circles and pushing me further and further back. Well, finally, I realized what I needed to do was get on my knees in the middle of the canoe, crouch down as low as I could, pray, and paddle for all I was worth. And finally, after hours, I made it back across the lake, back to camp, exhausted but relieved. I learned a couple of lessons that day. Uh... First of all, don't go out alone in a two-person canoe when it's windy, or when it might be windy. And when the wind is against you, keep low and centered, pray and paddle. Well, as the the kids heard earlier, Jesus' disciples had something far scarier happen to them out in the middle of the Sea of Galilee. They were out there in the middle of the night when that huge storm swept in out of nowhere. They thought that they were all going to die. So they woke up Jesus. Don't you care that we're all perishing? He calmed the storm with a word and then said, Why are you frightened? Where is your faith? What if Jesus asked you those questions? What are some of the things that frighten you? Some people are always worried about the future afraid of what it might hold, because they don't know what's coming. Some people worry about the present, right now, about how they're going to make ends meet, how they're going to deal with the situation they're in right at this moment. Some people worry about the past. They're haunted by ghosts of regret and poor decisions that they had made, or that others had made that affected them. In our gospel story today, the disciples thought that they were in a ghost story. They knew Jesus was dead. They had seen him beaten and hung high on a cross, spikes driven through his wrists and feet, a cruel crown of thorns thrust on his head. The women watched him die on that cross. They saw where his body was carried. They saw how the tomb was sealed and that there were soldiers set to guard it. The disciples were hiding in fear for their lives. Jesus was dead, and they were worried that soon they would be too. I'm sure they were filled with all kinds of aching questions. Why did this happen? How could God let this happen? We thought Jesus was the one. But now they're going to come after us too. They were so filled with grief and fear that even when others told them on the third day that they had seen Jesus alive, they couldn't bring themselves to believe the stories. Even when they saw Jesus standing right there in front of them, they couldn't believe it was true. Jesus alive? But we saw him broken, dead, buried. It can't be. Is this a ghost? Jesus said to them, Why are you frightened? Actually, the first thing he said to them was, Peace be with you. And then they were still so scared that he said, Why are you frightened? And why do doubts arise in your hearts? Have you ever been so afraid that you couldn't see straight? Have you ever been filled with grief that, you couldn't see the open arms of the people around you trying to comfort you. Maybe you couldn't feel the everlasting arms of God supporting you because you were numb to anything other than your pain. Maybe that was what it was like for those disciples that morning. They were so wrapped up in grief and fear that they had forgotten Jesus' promises They'd forgotten that he had told them that he was going to suffer and die and then be raised. They lost sight of God's promises. They lost faith in his faithfulness. We do the same all the time. We get so wrapped up in our own problems and ourselves that we lose sight of Jesus. But even when we forget, even when we become too wrapped up in our fears or anything else, Jesus does not forget us. God does not leave us alone in our fear. In the midst of the storm and as we cower behind locked doors, Jesus says, why are you frightened and why are your hearts filled with doubt? When Jesus stood up in the boat, he spoke to the crashing waves and wind and said, peace, Be still. And the storm subsided. In that locked room in Jerusalem, in the midst of swirling doubts and fears, Jesus came and said, Peace, be still. Peace be with you. He spoke peace into the hearts of the disciples right in the middle of the storm that was raging inside them. He speaks peace into the storms in our hearts, too. The times when we find it difficult to believe, especially when we're in the midst of deep grief or tragedy, when we lose a loved one, when we lose a job, when everything around us seems to be crumbling. Sometimes the situations that we're in just don't make sense. We wonder, where is God right now? Where is God when I need him the most? Wherever you are, he is right there with you, suffering with you, grieving at your side, speaking peace to you and showering you with his promises. He's there even when you can't see him because of your pain. Peace be with you, Jesus says. Behind those locked doors, the disciples must have heard echoes of what he had said in the upper room on their last night together. When he said this Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not be afraid. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Jesus gives peace that passes all understanding. He gives peace that soothes our fears and brings healing to our brokenness and grief. Sometimes Jesus calms the storm around us. And sometimes he calms us. When I got down on on my knees and prayed in that canoe on the lake near the boundary waters, The wind didn't die down. I still had to paddle like mad. But I somehow knew that Jesus was with me and that he would get me home. Scott Cripain had a song a few years ago called Sometimes He Calms the Storm. Um, Here are a few of the lyrics. All who sail the sea of faith find out before too long how quickly blue skies can grow dark. And gentle winds grow strong. Suddenly fear is like white water pounding on the soul. Still we sail on, knowing that our Lord is in control. Sometimes he calms the storm with a whispered, Peace, be still. He can settle any sea, but it doesn't mean he will. Sometimes he holds us close and lets the wind and waves go wild. Sometimes he calms the storm, and other times he calms his child. He has a reason for each trial that we pass through in life, and though we're shaken, we cannot be pulled apart from Christ. No matter how the driving rain beats down on those who hold the faith, a heart of trust will always be a quiet, peaceful place. Sometimes he calms the storm, and other times he calms his child. 1 John says, See what great love the Father has given us, that he has that he lavished on us, that we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. May our Father God and the Lord Jesus Christ send the Holy Spirit to reassure you that in whatever storms you face, he is with you, and that you are his precious child, and that nothing, can pull you apart from him. Amen.